Ladies, it is Valentine's Day week, and for all the women out there who are getting flowers or candy or any special deliveries to your job, I just want to let you know he's not doing it for you. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's doing it for him. Why? Because, to be honest, if your man has ever come to the office space or into your workplace and you know your coworkers know who he is, he likes to be looked at like, there goes a good man right there. He likes to, to know, like, man, she got herself one. So he knows I'm going to send this to her, put the spotlight on her, and the spotlights it will be on me too. Also, if I mess up and she starts complaining about me to her coworkers, they're going to look out for me. He knows all that is working in his favor because also with your family, he knows you're going to tell your family what he did for you for Valentine's Day, and they're going to just love it. So, yeah, yeah, it ain't for you. It's for him. A little relationship insurance. Use your head. I know what you think. It's thinking like that that keeps the world the way it is. Especially when you're thinking of a master plan. Big Med, tell us what's on your mind. Welcome to the Mind of Med podcast. I'm your host, Big Med. This is episode five. Um, I took a week off because I felt like I was going to die last week. Yeah, it was bad. Real bad last week. All my head was killing me. Pain every day. I think I had a sinus infection, and I've never had anything to do with my sinuses ever in my life. So it was just a tough, tough week last week. So I did not record the podcast last week. But this week, oh, this week, I got Gary V, and I got the WBC heavyweight champion of the world to this day, Deontay Wilder, on the show today. So it's going to be a good show. But because I had to take last week off, I got a lot of stuff to get into. So uh, let me tell you what's on my mind. First, it's my anniversary. Yes, sir. I've been married to Miss Crystal Allen for a whole four years right now. Yes, yeah, she has put up with all my antics and still loves me to this day, kind of, sort of, depending on how she's feeling and what I've done recently. But I wanted to say happy anniversary to my wife. Love you, babe, to death. And uh, I look forward to getting you this gift that, um, that I ordered. And if you weren't so nosy, I'd actually have it sent to the house. But because you're so nosy, I sent it to my dad's house, and my dad wasn't at the house when the, the order was delivered, and so they said they were going to re-deliver it, you know, the next day, which is today. So uh, hopefully I can get that so I can give it to you on our anniversary. If not, you're about to get a double scoop on Valentine's Day. All right? Let's go to politics real quick. Uh, as we all know, uh, Senator Kamala Harris is uh, running for president in 2020. She visited the Breakfast Club, and she talked about a little bit of everything. Um but it seems like the, the last three minutes of the interview was re- really stuck out to people where uh, Charlamagne asked her if she smoked weed before. She said, yes, she did in college. And then DJ Envy asked her, what does Kamala Harris listen to? What were you what listening to when you was high? Uh, <laughs> what was on? What song? Was, was oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, definitely Snoop. Uh-huh. Uh, Tupac, Tupac, for sure. For what are you sure. listening to now? What's your favorite hip-hop artist now? What's your favorite artist? You know who I really love is Cardi B. You like Cardi B? I really do. Okay. And in my opinion, she laughed off Charlemagne, but answered DJ Envy's question, and she said Snoop Dogg and Tupac. But everyone's running the story that, of course, uh, Senator Harris is lying, saying that, oh, she's saying that she smoked weed in college to Tupac and Snoop Dogg. When, of course, Tupac and Snoop Dogg didn't drop any music while she was in college. So she graduated in, what, 86? And Snoop and, and Tupac didn't really come out until, the, you know, early to mid-90s. If that's what everyone wants to run with, it's be mostly because you don't like Senator Harris and you don't want her to win. So, of course, you're going to knock her down for that. Um, 
I'm still up in the air about her. Uh, I still don't think she's answered the questions about uh, her, her her reputation and her record as an attorney general when it comes to locking up black and brown people. Um, she did say uh, in, in, in the interview that, you know, if people break the law, we want them to be held responsible. I agree with that. But I don't agree with when it's uh, unfair to black and brown people, when black and brown people are being arrested and, and, and sent getting longer jail term times than than white people are which happens all the time. So those are my issues. And while she was an attorney general, I heard that was happening a lot. So that's how I feel about Senator Harris right now. Another big story last weekend, this week was B. Smith and her husband. B. Smith has Alzheimer's. And if you don't know who B. Smith is, she was um, she was a model. She she had her uh, show on Style TV. Um, you know, you know, I, an iconic woman when it comes to fashion and, and industry and all that kind of stuff. And she's been married to her husband for years. She developed Alzheimer's and at this point has deteriorated um, pretty much to, as her husband says, it's like taking care of a four-year-old. Well, her husband, he started dating and brought his girlfriend in, moved her into the house with B to help take care of her. Now, when I first heard this story, I was... I just didn't understand because he made he made this public. He put this out there, you know, him and his girlfriend trying to get a TV show, radio show, whatever. They're just promoting themselves and promoting the situation, and I just didn't understand why. Um, you know, I if it, I, I understand that you're dealing with your wife who basically is gone. This woman that you're with right now is no longer your wife. Honestly, she's no longer your wife. She doesn't have the mental capacity to be the woman that you fell in love with at all. She can't take care of you. She can't love you the way. Um, that she used to so i understand when he says i can't just be here i have to move on with my life but i just feel like you can move on with your life you can date somebody else you don't have to move her into the house b smith i get it she doesn't know what's going on she doesn't know that her husband has brought in a a a a side chick if you will into their home she doesn't know but because you've made it so public it looks so damn disrespectful. It, it, it just really does. It looks disrespectful as hell. And that is the issue that I have with this situation. It just I just feel like it looks terrible on B. Smith's part because she doesn't know what's going on. But the rest of the world knows what's going on, and it looks awful. Like, man, hey, live your life, man. I, I get it. Live your life. If you want to have a girlfriend, have a girlfriend. Keep her out of the house and keep your mouth shut. That's it. Plain and simple. I'd almost rather because the rumors are he came out with it because someone was you know trying to blackmail him that they're to you know put the secret out there. I'd rather someone put the secret out there and he comes back and he clarifies what's going on. And the reason why he didn't want to bring it out because he didn't want to disrespect his wife. I'd respect him a lot more that way than than how this came out. All right, so the Grammys were this Sunday and, and Jennifer Lopez. You know, I heard that she was going to you know be doing this Motown special uh, during the Grammys. I just. I didn't think it was going to be like featuring her the damn near the whole time. And I was really surprised to really see her actually up there doing it. Now, she didn't sound bad because I'm guessing she was lip singing. And of course, she knows how to move and dance. But it just, you know, we have a lot of artists, black artists that could have been a part of this. Um, Even the ones that were a part of it, Alicia Keys and Neo, they were like footnotes. It was just like, yeah, they were there. and, And that was it. Um, I know that J-Lo said she grew up on Motown music, that her mom played it all the time. And I know that I've been hearing people, Smokey Robinson said Motown is for everybody. I get that. But guess what? 
the Motown artists, the artists that performed, that sang them songs, were black. And so during Black History Month, it would have been good to see black artists performing during the Grammys for that segment. You could have featured Jennifer Lopez some other way, but to use her for the Motown tribute, come on. I I can't get with that at all. I just I just can't. Did I cover did I cover everything? Trump still wants a wall, government shutdown might still happen on Friday, you know. Okay. So during Super Bowl week here in Atlanta, um, I had an opportunity to be in the media radio room and I ran into Gary V. Like literally I was walking around with my microphone and my recorder and Gary V was just standing there, like talking to his camera. I said, hey, man, would you like to be on my podcast? He's like, sure, let's go. Nicest guy I've probably ever met. I, I did not expect him to be so damn cordial. So here's my quick conversation with Gary V. Hey, just just some simple advice sure. for, for entrepreneurs coming up. Uh, just your, your main... Patience. Your, yeah, here's, here's my Patience. main tips. Patience. Everybody wants it so much right now. And that gets into the next thing. Get your ears quiet. Everybody is so worried about flossing with, in front of everybody else on Instagram and Facebook trying to play a role. Like once you get quiet and you're doing it for happiness, not for money, then entrepreneurship gets easy. When you're trying to rush into some more money because you needed to buy something to look good in front of somebody, you start doing things for the wrong reasons, outside forces. Get quiet in your own head, build things for yourself. We talk to you know, people who are you know, starting new businesses and the main question we get asked all the time is, you know, how do I start? And then when I start, when do I stop? Like, when do we stop uh, working at our other job? When do I quit yeah. my other job to get started, to go all in on my you dream? S- you start on the internet after hours, after you take care of what you do for a living and taking care of your family. Start a Shopify, sell on Amazon, start a vlog, start a blog, start an Instagram account. So you start, you know, after hours, when you, after you take care of your responsibilities. When you stop is when you can afford, the, the, the second you can quit, and still pay your bills. And by the way, you may have to move out of a four bedroom house into a three bedroom apartment so that you could start sooner. People don't want to downgrade to get to happiness, which is a huge mistake. So what you start right away because you're unhappy. If you're listening right now and you're unhappy and you want something for yourself, you start tomorrow at 9 p.m. on something that's gonna make you money on the internet. You stop doing it at work the second you can afford to. But affording to comes at what are you spending your money on and so that to me is everything and 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 for you you know your personal story of how you made this huge huge media success you know what was the part where you were like i almost gave up never and i'm telling you the truth i don't want i don't want to be baloney on the show i've never even considered it because giving up usually means that somebody doesn't think that they can get the thing they wanted to me the fulfillment of doing it is the game why would I give up the thing I love doing the most? Business for me is a hobby. You know, think about the thing, if you're listening right now, think about the thing you love the most. Fishing, watching TV, playing football. Why would you give it up? Trying to build businesses, that's why I'm a purebred entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I haven't even come close to ever giving up. Have I had tough days? Of course. But giving up something I love? 
That's crazy. And, it, and, and just a last tip for the people that are listening right now, just on, on, on finding the thing that they want to do yes. and, 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 and excelling at it. Yes, very simple to me. And it's the question I ask all the time. Well, what I, I don't know what my passion is. It falls into two categories. One, you do know what it is. You're not willing to articulate it or you don't think it could be a business. You might be crazy passionate about worms. And you're like, I can't say that. Like, that's silly. And how do I make money? You don't realize that you could make 500,000 a year uh, from bait companies for fishing. Like, you don't see it. So either you don't want to say it because you don't think you can make money of it, or you just haven't tried enough things. You know what? I have you here, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm, starting a, I'm starting a business, and I, I do podcasts. Yes. I produce podcasts, yes. and, and I'm just trying to build a business. Yes. For me, it's always been price point. Yes. I, I've always been told... You know, because people aren't making money off a podcast right away. They're wrong. I can't. You got it. I I can't. You're going to win. I can't sell it. I can't sell it. That's what they told me about the internet and email and Google and Facebook and social and video and audio and Alexa. Nothing makes money at first. The NFL used to not make money. Right. Guys, Super Bowl one was not sold out. Right. Guys, Super Bowl we'll one was not sold out to me, in um, attendance. Like I, said, I don't know what to tell you. Podcasting is real. I asked right. him that question about the end. was there a time where he ever felt like <laughs> Stay alive and then you'll get and your he money. He said no. And, you know, unbeknownst to me, um, a couple days ago on his page, of his, you know, he's got 5.1 million followers. Um, he posted a clip of me asking him that question. All of a sudden, I was getting tagged by people. At the post, like you know, yo, Big Med, you know, you see what you know, Gary posted you on, on his page, and you know, he didn't tag me in it, but it's all right, it, it, it's all good. I, for me, it was affirmation of what I'm doing right now. I've, I've always told people, you know, you know, I believe in God, but I've never had that opportunity where I was like, you know, God gave me a sign to do anything. I've never seen, I've never seen the sign, you know, and because of that, I'm. I, this was like the first moment where I was just like. Oh, okay. You know, this is this is one of them situations where this is a sign, and it's you know a bright ass sign. wasn't hidden. It was like Las Vegas neon light sign, and you know, with him telling me never to give up, that that meant a lot to me. Uh, seeing that this week, uh, seeing him repost that, and uh, just big ups to Gary V because he was one of the inspirations for how I formatted this podcast. And so, um, yeah, that was. A very unique situation for me to see that, and I'm very happy I did. I'm very happy he he reposted it, and and I'm just it is energized me to do continue to you know put out content and to continue to produce a podcast. For example, I have the Cut Life podcast. You can go check that out on iTunes and Google Play. Stefan speaks his podcast is coming out soon. Blunt Top Girls, uh, they got their podcast out right now. Please go check out all the podcasts because they're all under my banner if you will all right uh so while again you know super bowl week and this was funny so deontay wilder he is the wbc heavyweight champion of the world and for people who don't know who that is he's the guy that said to this day to this day that guy and he was a hard person to get because i saw he was walking around the building doing interviews with a lot of people and and it was just really hard because everyone wanted to talk to him and his people were really nice enough to, to let me know. I'm like, look, I will walk and talk to with the man. I don't have to sit down to talk to him. And they waited for me until he was done. And he was about to go to see, talk to Stephen A. Smith. And I was like, yo, I'll walk with them, you know, until I can't go any further. And so Deontay Wilder and I had a conversation while walking. And then we had to get on a golf cart. So we're on the back of a golf cart talking and having this conversation. So you hear us walk in and get on the, on the back of a golf cart, continue the conversation. 
And look, he got a fan to me from point blank period. Whenever he's fighting, I'm cheering for Deontay Wilder, man. To this day, the champ. Deontay Wilder. Sir, how you feeling, to boss? Day. Man, to this day. To this day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you hear how it is, man. You hear how it is. How you, how you feeling, boss? Man, I'm feeling great, man. I'm blessed, man. It's, it's, it's just been amazing. Uh, media role, you know. You know, I've been coming here um, for some time now, and um, this time around is just a lot different. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There's just when everything that's been going on been progressing. Yep. In my career, each and every time. Yep. And the, the love here is just—it's been overwhelming. It's been amazing, man. So. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. So let's talk about. Um, you know, we want to talk to you about if you can go back ten years or to the to Deontay as a teen. What would you tell that young man about? What he needs to do to to, to, to to better himself. I would just I would tell him that uh, with patience, everything is evolved through time. Everything is evolved. Nothing comes when you want it, but it comes right on time. Cause God is a, a a good guy. You know what I mean? I, I I knew that, but I didn't understand the concept or just really just waiting out. Everything works in its own timing. You know, the universe and that, all that works in the, in the, in, the, in its own time. I'm walking in my manifestation right now. And, you know, I would just tell myself that, you know, just patience. Like you said, a lot of things have changed since, you know, to this day. Mm. <laughs> so talk to me about just how you feel people have been, uh, you know, maybe appreciating your skills, appreciating you as a person, um, and, and and how you feel about, you know, our community, man, because I feel like a lot of people are just showing you love just on based on how you talk about our community. Yeah, most definitely. You know, it's very important, you know. Um, the response I've been getting from people has been, it's been uh, amazing, you know. You know, when I do things, I never speak off to get likes or see if anyone, you know, gonna pick up on this or a certain thing. I just speak from the heart. I tell people my mouth is only to translate it to what my heart is trying to trying to say. And then always, brother. and I think it just how I deliver. My delivery is everything. You know what I mean? How I deliver certain things. I'm very passionate about what I say. And with that being said, my delivery. That's how what. It's like the spirit jumping to other people, and you know I've had many responses from people. You know, I just had this guy. I was coming from um, Fort Worth, Texas, and um, I had this guy very emotional coming up to me. Yeah. Man, I was like, it was amazing. You're like, man, I'm not the one that, for you to cry about, man. I'm just me. I'm just Deontay. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, because I don't look at myself higher than anyone. You know, I, I just look at myself as definitely a role model. I'm a leader of men. I'm a type of person that I like to motivate and influence people to do be great. You know, because we all have greatness in us. Yeah, you man. Know, all of us are great because great greatness is determined by service. So you know, I tell people apply that to your life. You can be great too. You know, and just getting all that from people, what I say, man. Yeah. It makes me feel so so good, man, and it allows me to. To keep continue to keep doing what I'm doing, and let me know that my work is not going in vain. Right, man. And so, what's the future hold for you, man? Because I, I feel like like so many doors have opened up for you. Recently. Yes. People yes, who didn't know, like people who didn't know about you, like they know about you now, and they want to be part of your brand now, man. Mm. So, so, so talk to me about the future. It's not just fighting, because you know the fighting, you know the opportunity is going to be there for you. Right. Uh, obviously, you're the champ. But what what do you want to do now, seeing that your brand has gone to a different level now, man? Well, you know. We're still moving forward um, with, with, with the game plans, especially as far as my career concerned. But you know, uh, especially as far as my career concerned, we're still moving the game plan. That's, I still wanted to get to where it's one champion, one face, one name, and we shall receive that because I spoke it. I believe it. I'm gonna receive that. And outside of the ring, I'm building for generational wealth. 
You know, I'm building for my family, their family after that, and their family after that. I have seven children, beautiful children. Come on now. With their intellect is so high, they're very intelligent. And, and when I look at them, I like, I got to make a change in my family. I got to make a change in history. Mm -hmm. I got to be able to develop for them. I got to be able to allow them to have a start in life. You know, coming up in life in our household and many black people household, we don't have a, a jump start in life. We don't have where families have something to pass down to us right. or give us a million dollars head start or something like that, you know. Um, but with me, I can change that cycle. I can change that process. With my children, I will. I'm building for generation wealth, and that I shall receive. How they can find you on social media, bro? Uh, you can follow me at Deontay, uh, uh, at the Bronze Bomber, and, and that's my tags out at the Bron at Bronze Bomber. Again, big ups to Deontay Wilder and his team for allowing me to walk with them and get on the golf cart with them and and having that conversation. Uh, that's it for the, the show today. Um, I appreciate y'all waiting a week uh, to get this. Um, make sure you follow me at Big Med or at Mind of Med Pod. You can email me, mindofmedpod at gmail.com. Definitely make sure you tune in next week. I'll have another episode up for you. Episode five in the books. Mind of Med. I'm out.